three, two, one. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Solana Made Simple, and we are back with another podcast. We're joined with Payment Cash from the Killer Kush uh, brand and from the Killer Bears. And we tried to do this one time, but we're going to run it back. The volume didn't work out. Had some technical difficulties, but we are back. How's everything going with you, Payment? What's been going on? Anything changed from yesterday? Or, uh, been another great day. No, thank you so much for having me. It's been a phenomenal day thus far. I uh, went for the sunrise to meditate by the beach, so I'm really calm. You got me on a good day, so let's go. I'm ready. Beautiful. I uh, I took some of uh, your advice this morning. Got myself up at 4.30 and didn't do anything, didn't connect to anything, didn't tap into anything. Just took my time to kind of listen to myself and uh, just tap into that because I thought it was very, very powerful. It sat with me all day. So we'll get into that a little bit, tell the people about the book. I know that they're going to be intrigued to hear about it. But first and foremost, Payment, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, how you got into crypto, how you got into you know the last couple of years with NFTs, Web3, and so on and so forth. Just tell the world a little bit about yourself yeah so I, i've been in crypto but i mean by crypto i mean bitcoin and ethereum um you know i, I invested in 2015 i think it was like 800 dollars something like that um i got into crypto never got into trading of crypto um traded stocks but never crypto just bought as an investment and uh i heard about nfts in like late second part of 2019 I tried one time um, without any information, you know, going through Discord, uh, buying an NFT project. I think it was Chris Brown, something like that. <laughs> and I had like 1.6 ETH in that wallet. And I got drained, of course. Um, and I didn't know, the, you know, how it all works. So I got scared. So I put it off. And then I remember like doing the peak of the bull run, which was January 2020. I entered the NFT space, um, and my first NFT that I bought, luckily this time I had friends who helped me set up MetaMask and what, how to secure myself with Ledger, all that stuff that comes with security first. I had two people that were buying NFTs so that kind of walked me through the process of opening, you know, getting the MetaMask and all that stuff. And, uh, I remember my first NFT was Tasty Bones. Nice. Um, yeah. And then from there, I, Entered to Psychedelic Anonymous pretty heavily, um, invested a lot of money. Um, and then from that, I just saw it wasn't for me, took the losses, left, went to Corky's, um, was kind of a part of uh, the process of building that community from startup uh, with a lot of other friends that we had uh, in the beginning. And then mid-2020, I think it was June, uh, NFC NYC. Uh, it was my first NFT event that I attended. Um, I had a chance to meet uh, Ben, the CEO of Killer Bears, for breakfast on the last day before I left. We had a great meeting. And then after that meeting, I kind of started transitioning from Corky's to being a full-time Killer Bears. And I found my home. And I've been here since, hosting spaces. Um, I've been, bigger, been a part of the community. Awesome, man. That's actually great story how you got into it. And uh, unfortunately, we got to have those or we take some of those L's, those road bumps, but we learn along the way. Sounds like you found yourself with a good community that was able to kind of help you out and uh, show you the right way, show you the path of uh, towards success. So we could uh, only hope. Um, 
you know, I, I did have my issues with learning and that learning curve of getting into crypto. I didn't know much, didn't know many people, but uh, I was fortunate with Solana to find, to, uh, you know, a network of people that were willing to help. Um, but it also led me to the point of where I'm actually doing this stuff, sharing my experience, talking to people and learning about the other people around the globe. Because one of the special things about Web3 is it takes, you know, an average everyday person that, you know, is doing good for themselves or, you know, working, trying to do something in, in the world, uh, gives them an opportunity to do anything and connect with a global scale of people. That's one of the things that have uh, really um, been one of my peak interests, uh, especially with the Killerverse and the Killer Bears. There, there's so many people from different parts of the world that I get to talk to at any point, uh, at any time. And, um, you know, it, it's just kind of cool how we're able to network and grow that way. Uh, the reason I'm going this route with this conversation is because I know um, just from our conversation yesterday, I got a little bit of a head start. Now, I kind of know that you didn't uh, you know, have a background with what you're doing with Killer Kush, but you kind of knew a little bit about it in the networking aspect a little, you know, on that end. Can you tell uh, tell us a little bit about what got you so immersed into the Killer Bear community where you actually took on Killer Kush as, uh, you know, your thing? Yeah, so as, as, as I started to migrate into Killer Bears and becoming a full-time member and the community member here, meeting all the great people um, during this time, so Ben and I got really, really close and uh, I think Twitter is a phenomenal way of actually um, filtering out different characteristics of people. And through this process, Ben and I got really, really close, and we kept talking. And and uh, I knew that you know Killer Bears came up with this uh, Bearheads uh, as an idea for a, you know a line called Killer Kush that they were interested in doing. So I was really interested to get that venture off and helping them through my web. Web2 connections. Uh, I had some friends who um, had friends somewhere else that were the biggest cultivation center in the U.S. So we set up meeting Mikhail, um, who is the creative director and also co-founder of Killer Bears. I flew to California. And this was not part of the team thing. It was just a personal endeavor of mine of doing this. We flew to California. We had meetings. And uh, long story short, about a year passed from that trip. And nothing really was taking off with the team and um, in Kush because Ben was more looking into a licensing deal. He wasn't looking to invest his personal money. He knew how tough this business is. And it's kind of like uh, when you go on e-commerce on the cannabis side, it has a lot of legal issues, loopholes that you have to be careful. It's a full-time business. Mm -hmm. So he just wanted to do a licensing deal. And, you know, after a while, I kept pushing him to do something about this and and one day on the phone, he, we, were, we were talking on the phone. He was like, I don't trust anyone. This is not the way. Will you take it? And I immediately said yes, not knowing anything about the cannabis industry. I uh, you know, I smoke one joint maybe every three or four days, and I use it mostly for meditations. Um, so I, I had no, no uh, past experience with the industry. I just knew branding and marketing, and I knew that um, the endless amount of IP with this licensing deal would allow us to do so many different things. Um, so for me, that was an opportunity that came about in the brink of the, um, the fiasco of the crash, per se, in crypto, which was like six or seven, eight months ago, um, which I think ETH went down to 800 bucks or something. So during that period, we kept pushing through and through that uh, endeavor, Ben actually was kind enough to give us a contract i signed an agreement we took the licensing deal of killer crush and took on a project with our own funding to deliver um, a product that we could actually um, have a, a market share 
and bring back audience to the Killerverse project. So that's kind of the process. Damn, that, that's a that's a heavy um, you know task to take on, but it definitely is something that I think is, is you know we'll be able to find a success. I know that uh, our space is pretty small when it comes to you know just in general the total market cap and the amount of people here. Uh, regardless of the amount of money that is traded within this, um, that's something that has been more eye opening than anything. Like you can have a great idea, but it's going to take a little bit more money to get it out there to start hitting these brands, start making an impact the way that a lot of us in Web three kind of just hope like oh this is a great idea why can't it just happen today um you know talking with people like you and some other uh, people that have taken these ventures on it, there's a lot of steps there's a lot of processes there's a lot of things that you know you need to take in consideration and uh it's pretty wise of ben to be able to see that and i mean aside from him not trusting some people i definitely understand that end but you know given somebody the opportunity in this space that has shown you know i'm a dedicated community member it's probably not something you totally were seeking out uh, but the fact that is the opportunity opened itself up and presented it to yourself knowing the connections and the networking you had you were confident to take it into that that uh that path but uh you know i think that there's there's this funny part about uh solana and web3 in general not just solana but there's a uh a degeneracy you know that comes with it a culture i guess if you will and uh you know definitely the marijuana cannabis sector is huge everybody you know you see it at least <laughs> a couple different times throughout your feeds um but it's getting more and more of a common thing and um you know me i'm more of a recreational i definitely use it but i see so many more benefits with it with me being an athlete me being a little bit mindful and stuff like that so i can 100 percent attest to the uh the, the meditation aspect and using that and uh just a, a quick plug real quick guys I got a, uh, a package of the gummies. I tried them out myself. Um, these things are amazing. I, I took probably more than most people because I just wanted to have fun. But then I just I gave some to uh, you know some family, let them try them out, and you know, across the board, five stars. If we could give you ten, we would. But can you tell us a little bit about the you know the gummies specifically, and kind of tell us a little bit about the other um, you know products that are available through Killer Kush? Yes. So our gummies, we actually got super lucky. Uh, again, this is networking um, through. Bears, I met so many uh, beautiful souls, uh, individuals, just as human beings, but also with massive connections. So one day I was calling a friend of mine named Justin um, and I was asking him for a template because we were looking to have distributors in different states. So I was like, hey, listen, instead of me paying a lawyer $2,000 to draft me an agreement, do you have like a template that I can use, just change names, stuff like that? And we got in a conversation and he was like, so... Uh, dude, I, my best friend from college had one of the biggest manufacturers of gummies in the United States. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. So he introduced me to that gentleman. We went and saw his facility in person. And it was, it, you know, after we did our research, this is probably, it's it's the only manufacturer in the United States that can uh, give third party the NSF certificate, which means we can be in any department store, Walmart, Target. So all the gummies you see on JetBlue is made by this manufacturer. So my whole goal of the gummies was I wanted to make sure it's vegan. I wanted to make sure that the product is clean, it's good, it's potent, and it's useful for the consumer. Because other than that, we did not want to run with it. And luckily, um, these factories that are so big, uh, they take you know only large orders for a company like us. We can't match like 500,000 orders for, you know, one spew of gummies with them. So through the networks, he did it for us. He did it for us because we knew people and that all happened through Web3. 
and we were able to get the best product that's available in the United States that is on all major brands that you see um, that people use with different packaging. Our product inside is as good as, as anyone in the market because our supplier is the best. And then put that in with the you know endless IP from Killer Bears and how we can change packaging, how we can uh, get consumer attention through fun stuff, through animation, through music, through merch, through paraphernalia, through different aspects of this industry. Uh, I think just the name Killer Kush, uh, we trademarked that name. We own that trademark. Um, so that is alone for us very valuable. So we have two companies actually in one, right? Where Killer Kush is its own entity and its own trademark. And the licensing deal that we have also goes under Killer Kush, which gives us that the ability to use uh, the Killer Bears IP and art um, from the team, from Mimo himself, the artist, and create fun packaging to be able to disrupt the market. Damn, that's uh, that's some heavy stuff right there. And I mean, using all of those different things and the networks together, being able to have some comp competing uh, products like that, that's that's going to be amazing. The Killer Kush name in general. I mean, you say it one time, you can't get that thing out of your head. And uh, uh, I want to say thank you for the handwritten card, dude. I put that in my scrapbook. It's something for me to hold on to and keep. Uh, I like those kind of mementos kind of throughout my journey. Um, but no, they definitely, I can vouch for them, guys. Like, I, I took it after a heavy workout, a long day, um, during a podcast, and actually hanging out with the Killer Bears during the, you know, the stream, or not the podcast, the uh, the space. And uh, I, I kind of was <laughs> very, very relaxed, shut down, watched the movie, and I uh, had a great night's sleep. It definitely was good for recovery, all of those kinds of things. But man, it, it's... It's a blessing to get those kinds of opportunities to kind of just, uh, you know, present themselves for you being in the right place at the right time. And, you know, with the market, with the trends, with the way that things are going, you guys having, you know, a step in the right direction, a foot in the door, so to speak, with that uh, that approval to get those that packaging out there. It's it's one of those packages, man, that, that just sticks sticks out like a sore thumb uh, and people are attracted to it. So I think you definitely yeah. will see that success. But like we, you, you mentioned it before, uh, there are some steps that I can take there. So what's the what's the plan? What's uh, what are you guys kind of looking at as far as trying to, you know, get this out there uh, to tr bring more uh, awareness and attention to the killer bears? Because we talked before and I, I do understand that, you know, as much as this venture is is out here, you know, the main goal is to continuously bring awareness, bring things back together, because this is a piece of the puzzle to the killer bears the killer bears and so on and so forth but uh what are some of the steps that you're going to be taking to make sure that you can uh you know find the success in this well i think uh, our first initiative was have to have proof of concept and proof of work this is why when we launched on december 15th we had our pre-sale um the consumers had the product i think before the 22nd so from the pre-sale to the time the consumers got it was about six or seven days, which I think you are in an NFT space. Most projects, um, when they have stuff like this, it takes them months to get the merchandise. <laughs> I know people that waited over a year for stuff, and I don't even know if they got what they were promised. So I'm with yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, so we wanted to actually have that, do our own funding, create that, and actually use the Web3, or especially our Killer Bear community, as a focus group for us mm -hmm. to see what is the, you know, what are the pros? What, what did we do right? What did we do wrong? What can we do better? So it was like perfect test test cycle for us before we actually go to the masses. We wanted to have that uh, feedback and data. And I think if you go to our website, you see Twitter or you go to 
Killer Kush Twitter handle, you will see that people are real people are commenting about um, the delivery that we did. So I think we're super proud of what we have done so far. Now, from here on out, it's going to take a different uh, beast to get to the masses because compet- competition is really hard. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot and the margins are totally different than it was before. However, because of our branding and IP, I think we have a great uh, up- marketing deck um, that we have worked on that we're going to start allocating um, time and money into. Um, we have a lot of data. We have listings of a lot of emails that we can uh, you know, venture out to and, and capitalize on sales on those. And also we are talking to different um, states in being able to be in their shops. So I don't think it will take a lot for us to explode. Mm. Um, My whole concern is not to grow too fast. Right. Because that can be a problem as well. And we're trying to fix everything before we explode. But that's coming uh, 100% because every person that I have shown um, our product or packaging, when they're even in the industry, um, even the factory that supplied our gummies saw our packaging, He's like, bro, you're going to kill this. I'm like, I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, so, it's, there's no yeah, brand. We, we know what's going to happen in six months or 12 months. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we just want some more support if possible from different projects in Web3. Yeah. Because this is not just a venture for um, Killer Bears community, which is uh, at the end of the day, it's, it's just like what Pudgy Penguins is doing, right? Right, right? Pudgy Penguins is actually going to Walmart. What is that doing? It's an NFT project. So it's bringing back an awareness to the space. Mm-hmm. It's the same with us. We're a startup. So um, I think that's that's one message that I would love to get out there that is we would love more support. And this is why I think one thing I'm going to drop a little alpha here for you, Sean, is that um, we are going to do something fun on Seoul. And we know that, you know, Killer Bears is moving to Seoul, so we're going to migrate our attention to that aspect and start marketing to um, Seoul projects because, you know, you have 60,000 members that are on Seoul right now, and out of that, 70% are active. And most of the gamers um, that are on Seoul um, are you are our customers, right? Mm-hmm. Are the people that consume a lot of THC. So for us, we think it's, it's going to be a fun journey for us to come to Seoul and market that area as well. Right. And then while we're doing that, we'll attack Web2 at the same time. Absolutely, man. I, I, I think that's a great plan. And I, I agree with you coming over to, you know, just expanding to anywhere. I don't care where it's at. It could be any other chain. But in, in general, the speed, the the amount of social opportunity with Seoul, I think that's a W. And uh, I'm bullish as heck on that, man. I definitely can see that. So, uh, you know, aside from, you know, the, the digital world and marketing that way, you guys plan on going to any of these NFT NYC events. I know that your first one was the one where you met Ben. Uh, you guys looking to go full circle and uh, come together as one and kind of make any kind of impact or any other plans uh, for, you know, this year or the, in the next couple months or so? So, you know, with that comes a lot of budgeting and financing and marketing. And right now we have to understand where we are at in our business. Okay. And uh, that expenditure is something that can be done probably later down the road. Mm-hmm. I think our funds can be more used in the data, in the, you know, in, in the Google Analytics and SEOs and, um, gathering those information and creating a subscription base because mm-hmm. um, that's that's where our end model is. Like our business plan for Killer Coach is very similar to Airbnb, um, and that is like we rather have hundred or two hundred loyal customers 
than have a million customers. Right, right. That and for sense. us, that's what we're focusing on to build that up. Once we have that, then I think then pop-ups and events and stuff. But we're going to have um, parties. We're going to have pop-up events. We're going to have yacht parties. We're going to have events that only Killer Kush members will have, if that makes sense, and Killer Bears. Mm. Uh, so either if you hold a Killer Bears NFT or... Uh, what you will see on Soul, if you have that, then it will give you access to a lot of good stuff. That oh, man, I thought you were going to slip and drop that one out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome, Cash. I'm definitely uh, you know, on board for that. Looking forward to seeing that, that kind of come out. And I, one thing I got to say, man, I got to commend you guys. You take a very strategic, very professional approach to this. You don't put yourself into a position where it's too much, um, you know, but you do understand that it takes hard work and, and, and dedication to see success with these things. So it's not like you guys are, you know, well, let's take the easy route. You de- you're definitely methodically planning this thing. And uh, I think that's what people are going to want to know um, rather than just kind of going, you know, full bore. That's why I want to ask these questions because, yeah, it will make their, you know, it will make a, a name. You, people will see it, but they're already going to see it on all of the same platforms that we're already on. Um, and, yeah. I, and one thing I know is every time I see Killer Kush pop up, it seems like there's a following tweet like, hey, I just got this thing. I got this, uh, you know, delivered, whatever the case is. Like after uh, we got done calling or talking last night, you're talking about um, loyalty and stuff like that. I I started looking on there. I was like, well, I did really like these. Maybe I should put an order in. Maybe I should take a look into this. And um, that's something that providing a quality product and something that makes you feel like it just, I mean, looking at it makes you kind of feel good. Like you're like, man, this looks cool. Um, all in all, like that, those are the things that create a loyal fan base and a customer, you know, um, supply, uh, you know, for what you guys are trying to push. And then again, in turn, that becomes a community. They want to talk about it. And that's the beautiful thing about, you know, X and Twitter is the networking. People get to see the IRL products. You guys have a great, um, you know, system the way you, you get an order, you send it in and, you know, the time that it, it, it's efficient as heck and people want that, um, like you're saying. So you guys are taking an approach that doesn't seem Web3. It seems like, a, you know, it's standard business would, but you understand the opportunity that's available with taking the Web3 approach, you know, in mind. Yeah, so I think two points that you mentioned that are critical. One is right now we have a 48 hours to 72 hours delivery date. So when you order in 48 hours or 72 hours, it's at your doorstep. We want to try to speak that up as fast as we can. Hopefully get it to 48 hours on time. Um, so speed is going to be important for us. That's something that we learned from Amazon, and we're going to implement that because we want to be dispensary at your door. Mm-hmm. Um, that is the goal, is to be able to, instead of you getting a med card, medical card, going through all this dispensary where you can go to our site and have it delivered discreet to your house, I think that is going to be uh, huge for us. Another thing is the reclassification of marijuana is going to happen federally. And once that happens, then it's like we're in the forefront, right? Yeah, yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be e-commerce. Um, so we're we're, ahead of, we're we're exactly where we want to be from that aspect. The other thing that you mentioned that's super important is that most companies, when they want to start a brand, uh, they don't have an echo chamber. Like they have to create that echo chamber. Mm-hmm. However, being in Web three has just general, not just in one project in particular. But that echo, that retweet, that that communication, that posting, that comments that, hey, these gummies are good, the word of mouth spread, all that stuff is happening 
And that's where I saw the advantage of this uh, licensing deal because I saw not just the IP advantage, but I also saw the networking in Web3, how crucial it can be that we can have a higher advantage than any other startup that would like normally start up in Web2. So mm-hmm. we, we are actually ahead of the game because we have kind of like a lot of marketing behind us that we that are supporting of us, which is super, super helpful. That's 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 amazing. And uh, <clears throat> something I want to kind of touch on is the, the special part about this space is people. I mean, I, this is a kind of weird area, actually. Um, I thought that you would see a lot more support from the people in this space to Web3 dominant uh, companies that are launching startups and projects and stuff like that are, that are going this yeah. way. I thought you were going to see this overwhelming support. And uh, unfortunately, it's not. And uh, again, we kind of we discussed it a little bit of the tribalism, I guess. It's like, you know, it's not mine. I don't want to support that. But I mean, you're going out yeah. to the IRL stores, you're buying the same thing. It would be beneficial as a, you know, on a Solana front just to look at it if you were to, you know, set up the Solana pay, so on and so forth. But um, there's one thing that I saw um, that we're going to have to, you know, collectively as a community start showing like, hey, you know, just like, like, look at the different blockchains, you know, there's, there's a speed issue with Ethereum. So, you know, go to Solana, there's different use cases for them. So the same thing as NFTs, you know, there, there's certain NFTs that are going to perform and do certain things, or, or projects rather. And then, you know, there's, there's different classes for them and stuff like that. But uh, one thing that I, I would love to see is there's a couple people I know that have IRL smoke shops, which are directly tied to their, their projects, their companies and their brands. Um, this would be an opportunity to, you know, cross that border and say, hey, you know, carry our product, you know, put this in your stores. You know, you're already going this route. Um, that's something, you know, you want to talk more about that. I can put you in connections with them. They got a couple different IRL locations, but I could see that being, you know, a way that people start to see like, all right, collectibles and all of those kinds of things. Like, how can we get them in and, um, you know, slowly and surely once people see it, once more people talk about it, the natural reviews that come out, the speed of process and transactions. Man, it's it just, uh, just when you said dispensary at your door, I'm, I'm telling you right now, there's no reason for people to be calling the plug anymore. You know what I'm saying? You know, especially if you can securely, safely go online, support something that you're already, you know, investing your time or your money into, whichever the case is. And, you know, the discreet shipping, boom, right there. I mean, that's that's my sales pitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the whole thing. It, it's kind of um, making, at the end of the day, what is technology for? To make our life easier, mm-hmm. right? What is online shopping? What is Amazon? You order it 24 hours, it's on your doorstep. I don't even buy clothes anymore in the mall, right? Yeah. Like, or any other place, because I know my size, I can order online, it comes to my house, right? Exactly. So I think at the end of the day, this this line of, right now, if you search the data, for the first time in U.S. history, the, the usage of marijuana has overlapped alcohol. Wow, that's in, pretty big. That's really so, big. <laughs> so in the next three to five years, we are predicting that the sales of marijuana and cannabis are going to be more than alcohol and tobacco together. I, I agree. And so this is this is the this is the huge industry, and even if you get a small market share of this, but because we have Killer behind us with the movie coming out, with all the stuff that they're doing, with the games coming out, with all the exposure that Killer is going to get. We're on their website. So we already have a support system that most companies don't, and we're going to take full advantage of. Hell yeah. That, that's, that's bullish. That's, that's a definition right there, my friend, uh, of bullish sentiment right there. So more power to you guys. I think you're going to definitely be able to find the success. But uh, 
the thing is you guys are doing this the right way and anybody listening to this this is what you want to hear with a startup where they have a sample size they have a product they have a use case they have everything turning right now you know they're a well-oiled machine uh but it'll take time to you know get to the masses and get to that point to continue to grow but i mean signs are pointing in the right direction and uh it sounds like you guys built this during a bear market on top of that which was uh something yeah. that, that probably yeah. created a little bit of excitement within your community am i right yeah i mean people people love it we we are just uh super super delighted to you know have the community support and uh, feedbacks it's all been great not you know i have friends that are very honest with me if they had an issue or something um they would let me know but unfortunately i only had like maybe two emails thus far out of all the orders that we have sent out and there were complications because of the weather there was like you know winter and the pen was sent to them. It was freezing cold, and they tried to heat it up uh, immediately. The coil burned, and we had to send them another one. So we only had like one or two issues of those. Mm-hmm. Other than that, everything has been supportive, and we have great feedback now that we can use as a work proof of uh, concept to go to different uh, Web2 projects and say, hey, listen, in a matter of less than 60 days, we have accomplished all this stuff. Nice. And we have this much sales. This is what's going on, and we would like to, you know, partner up with you guys or do any kind of distribution deal. It just makes our job in connecting with Web two companies and distributors much easier. Absolutely, man. I, I think uh, I think you guys are gonna, you know, do well with this, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm definitely gonna be a loyal customer. I'm not even going to front. It's something I've showed my friends. I'm like, man, this is pretty cool to check this out. And they're like, oh, I love how that looks. And when I hear that, man, it's just like, it's music to my ears. I'm like, this is so cool to see this like happen, like, you know, from, from startup. But uh, I'm not going to beat the dead horse too much anymore. I mean, that's, that, that's everything you can absolutely fuck, you know, find out or, or you know, get to understand about Killer Kush. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to tell us or anything you wanted to kind of share with the audience? Because I do want to kind of switch gears up because there's, uh, you know, the... The book you've mentioned, uh, I want to dive into that a little bit, learn a little bit about yourself and your background. I think mindfulness is a very important topic, and I think people will be interested to kind of learn a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. So if, the one thing I would ask is uh, if you guys go to killercush.com and uh, try some of our products, um, so if you come from um, this podcast, I will talk to um sean uh, after this i'll give him a promo code so he can give it to you guys uh by listening to the podcast so you get a 20 percent discount hey. um yeah there you go so i'll give you guys a code if you go look check it out um and let us know uh, about everything and what we can do better beautiful man awesome thank you so much for that i think people are going to definitely take advantage of that i mean this is a worldwide thing this is on all the streaming services so there you go all right so let's switch gears up a little bit payment uh i know you you mentioned the book to me a little bit. I looked online on Amazon and uh, taking a look into you know getting that over to myself uh, so I can start reading that. But tell us, you know, what's the book? What's the name of it? Why did you put it together? Tell us a little bit about the background as far as you know your journey into uh, mindfulness and kind of you know paying attention to yourself a little bit more. Yeah. So uh, this transformation for me uh, happened probably like about six or seven years ago, um, and it was to a situation that I got to a point that, you know, I grew up in Dubai. Um, so I grew up with all the stuff that most people kind of um, dream about and stuff. So I lived in that city uh, and well, I noticed it didn't make me happy. And there was a light bulb at, you know, my at age, like I think 37, 38. And I was just like, 
half of my life is gone and I only have some pictures to show for it. And for me, that wasn't sufficient. I was like, this is not what life is about. I got a little bit more curious and um, started going to yoga and um, started reading a lot of books. Um, one of the books that really, really helped me was called The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. Uh, one more time, what was that called? Book. It's called The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. Gotcha. Um, the next book that I read was that was tremendously helpful was The Four Agreements. And the third book that I read that completely kind of solidified everything together um, was called uh, The 5 a.m. Club by Robin Sharma. And those three books started my journey. Um, and I started meditating, which I didn't know how to do. I couldn't sit still. I, I thought four walls were eating me alive. It was really difficult, but I'd stick to it. And I started with three minutes a day and I did it every day. And through that process, I kept implementing different things and, uh, you know, waking up at 5 a.m., going to the gym, fasting, intermittent fasting. And then through that, I got introduced to uh, a book called How to Change Your Mind with Psychedelics by Michael Pollan, which I think is probably the best book that you can buy to get information if you're interested in psychedelics. And with that book, it introduced, introduced me to, um, you know, Bufo, DMT, ayahuasca, LSD, mushrooms, uh, magic mushrooms. And through that process, um, I did some, so I did all of them. I, I, I started with um, Bufo, DMT, okay. and then um, I did ceremonies for myself every Sunday um, for a bit. And, you know, I continued my practice and I kept putting one after one foot after another nonstop every day, every day, 1% better, every day, every day in every way, I'm getting better and better and better. That This is what I say to myself when I wake up in the morning, right before I go to sleep 20 times. And I kept doing this over and over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And through that process, I noticed a huge transformation in my life, not just in my personal life, but in my family life, in my business life, just my calmness. And it wasn't much of mindfulness. I think it was more of mindlessness. Mm. Our mind is full already, right? Yeah. And what the, this whole process of waking up in the morning, not touching your phone, and doing all the stuff that I mentioned in the book. And I'll, I'll get to the point that you asked, why did I start the book as well? But all this stuff led up to a point where I was very comfortable about speaking about it. I host spaces uh, on Twitter for about a year uh, with a couple of friends of mine called the Social Spa, where we did meditation, breath work, and we talked about the psyche. Um, where does where does that thought originate from? How does it originate from? Um, and we did that for a while. And after that, I was like, well, how can I impact more people? How can I gift the universe? And I thought about the book, and you know, I've never written a book. Um, I'm not, my grammar is not really good, but I didn't make excuses. I just thought, okay, how can I get more people to read? Because people don't read anymore. And I was not a reader, by the way. Like, I hated reading. But mm. I did it because I was tired of my own shit. I was tired of my own excuses and delaying growth. And so I was like, how can I simplify this for everyday people? that they could get a cliff note, maybe a book that is only 50 pages that they can read in one hour, take a lot of information in and implement the ones that they want. 
once they even do the small trick, like I mentioned to you, when you wake up, don't touch your phone for the first 30 minutes, one hour. Just don't touch your phone. Mm -hmm. Let your brain wake up by itself instead of inputting a lot of information as soon as you open your eyes. And a lot of my friends' feedback was, they were like, that's enough for me. That just changed my life. I'm calmer at home. I'm better with my wife. I'm less stressed in traffic. It just helped me tremendously. And when you see that, you want to keep adding on. So my whole idea was instead of me writing a 300-page book, I said, let me divide this into six parts and make it easy for people to walk through the transformation without all the uh, voodoo and you know Eastern philosophy or you know like things that would hurt your beliefs. For for example, mm -hmm. how can I how can I explain in the most easiest way to someone to be some techniques that they can use even if they're not familiar with meditation that they can start transforming their life with their sleep with their exercise with their mental practice with their health in general which when that happens, nonchalantly, you're going to want to learn to quiet your mind somehow. There's got to be a way to do it. Other people have done it. Anyone can do it. Yeah. So for me, it was how can I walk people through this without scaring them mm -hmm. uh, about meditation? And I can put meditation at the last part of the book where if someone is walking through these six parts, if they have done gone through one, two, three, four, five, then I don't, they don't really need to read the book. At, you know, part six, because they will eventually themselves will look at ways to find peace within, which is only comes if you understand what thoughts and emotions are. So that's simplifying everything for you. Gotcha, gotcha, man. That's that's some deep stuff, and this is this is up my alley. This is the kind of stuff I, I absolutely love. Um, you know. All the way from being an athlete, it, it became a thing of being in that that zone, getting yourself into this point of uh, um, Zen meditation, whichever you would like to call it. But this point where you let everything go and you're absolutely spot on is mindless. Like when you can just remove everything and focus on right now what's going on, and, and you know, you start to taste things different. Time looks different. People, everything looks different when you start to get to that point because you're focused. You're, you're really in there on just relaxing and letting things go. And uh, something that, I mean, a lot of the things you're saying is stuff that I've learned through my own practice, not not as formal, but uh, 100% on the same, on scope on it. And, and everybody's journey is going to be a little bit different, but they should all relatively be leading to the same goal as, as uh, you know, being at one with yourself and really understanding, you know, purpose. And I think it's very powerful to kind of like lead with, you know, this is what I had. And I realized this is not what it's all about. This isn't, you know, what I want to do. And, you know, you didn't even have to do much soul searching. It seemed like it just kind of like hit you like, you know, that there's more to this out here. And um, sharing this is something that uh, I'm I love the fact that you had the, the podcast or not the the space. I keep saying podcast because we're doing these. Uh, but the spaces, man, I think that that's been big. I always join into the spaces when I can see anybody talking about that, see if there's something I'm going to pick up or catch. Because the more I've taken time to myself, isolate myself, really, you know, get fed up with my own bullshit and uh, writing that stuff down, being able to see it. Uh, I, I practice the three, six, nine, three o'clock, six o'clock, nine o'clock, trying to, you know, repeat these same affirmations, these meditations and stuff like that. Um, it's the same kind of stuff. I literally have a dry erase marker on, on my mirror. Uh, you know, first thing I do, I get it, you know, in the morning, I, I brush my teeth, get some water, all of that kind of stuff. But I have my goals. I have things I need to repeat to myself, tell myself, but it's all a form of, you know, 
really paying attention to myself, you know, um, getting ahead uh, is, is something that I think that that's going to help you with that is just kind of like setting out a very intentional plan. And like I said, this morning, I didn't do my typical check all of the stuff I, I woke up, you know, my, my alarm was set, but I, I woke up before it. So I shut that off, put my phone back down to started getting ready going through my, you know, my typical day. And um, it was just this effortless like it was just like a breather it was like you needed to kind of disconnect from this stuff like it's going to be there when you, you go look for it but this is your time and uh it was, it was really cool to kind of just take what you said that little bit just it, it works so much i tell a lot of my friends like to you know start doing this start breathing and uh it it's the people that try to try to help they seem to not be as receptive as the people that don't even know they need the help when we start talking and they're like man that that's powerful that that hits me there you know that that makes a lot of sense to me i'm glad you kind of shared that and you know the last thing i'll kind of touch on is you know the stuff you're saying as far as uh going down this journey trying different things to see what works for you or see how you can get to you know that that spot that you know you're starting to grow uh within your soul the one thing that really helped me out was being on the space and seeing how many other people are in that same position or they've been in that position. They can share it. So with you being in the, you know, where you're at, sharing your experience, putting a book together, getting people to read more. Uh, I have a, a book uh, or a stack of like six or seven books right next to my desk, you know, starting with Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Finding Gratitude, The Secret, Art of War. And then there's one by a young Pueblo called Inward. It's various different things, but it's all kind of has the central thing. It, it goes back to, you know, using your mind a little bit reading that. And I've read some of these several times. Um, nothing I've listened to or taken in audibly has really retained the way that reading a book and having that, that physical thing in your hand uh, has ever hit. So I, I like that, uh, you know, you're kind of pushing that back because I think it is good to read. I think that that quiet, peaceful time, like even if it's a few pages a day or, you know, a chapter a day, whatever the case is, I think it's good to take that time for yourself. So I want to commend you on that. And, uh, you know, I definitely am going to be getting this thing shipped out to me um, probably today. I'm literally pulling this up right now. So give us a little bit of information about the name of the book, how people can get uh, get themselves a copy of it and go from there. Yeah, so I'll share the link with you. So if you want to put it on a tweet when you share the podcast uh, or share, share this podcast, uh, this is a podcast, right? Yeah, this, this is a podcast. podcast. Yep, yep. <laughs> so we, we can actually, I'll send you the link for that. It's called Mental Fitness Part 1. It's on Amazon. If you just put Mental Fitness Payment Cash, it will come up. Like as soon as you put Mental Fitness P, you will see on Amazon, the search will come up and I'll share the link with you. Yep, I got it right here. Awesome. Perfect. So is there anything else you wanted to uh, kind of close out? We covered, you know, how you, your intro into Web3, crypto, all of that kind of stuff. Talked about how you got, you know, from the quirkies basically to the killerverse, killer bears, and then, uh, you know, trademarked actually killer kush. You know, how, what we're looking at, you know, as far as the sample size going forward with 2024, uh, we talked a little bit about your book, your background with, uh, you know, kind of, I guess we call it soul searching and just kind of getting in touch with yourself a little bit. Um, that's beautiful, man. It's a great story. And I think that's one of the most powerful messages that people are going to take from this is, you know, what you shared there, because a lot of th a lot of times people don't talk about it, but it, it helps and we all know it. So, you know, shout out to that. But is there anything else you kind of wanted to share with us? We are kind of getting to that uh, that cutoff point. I don't know if there's anything you want to dive into. Uh, it's all yours, man. We can do this another another time, you know, next week, whatever you want to do. Make this, uh, you know, a regular thing. Talk about different topics, man. But I'm having a great time. So feel free to, you know, keep going. Or if you want to shut things down, it's all yours, brother. 
Yeah, so the only thing I'll mention if, before we end this is that if you ever wanted to do any mental health space and talk about psyche and thoughts and emotions and a little bit more details that where is our decisions coming from? Is it is it just a, a chance that if we say yes to something and it comes out good, we say it's destiny? And then if we say no, it comes out, you know, it, it comes out good again, we say destiny. Like, where is decisions coming from? Like, you ever wanted to talk about those stuff in any uh, spaces, please let me know. I would love to join. But other than that, thank you for your time. Thank you for reaching out. Mm-hmm. And I'm here anytime anyone needs any kind of assistance. Um, I'm available. Dude, man, I'll be honest with you. After uh, we got off that conversation and just thinking about it yesterday, I was like, I think that uh, this this universe put this man in my way for me to talk to him and kind of touch or tap into some things and have this conversation again and keep diving into this, these topics. Cause uh, I haven't been able to stop thinking about it, to be honest with you. That's why I was like, let me figure out how to get this on. I need to get this guy back on here. Um, but I, I think that there's a lot more for us to talk about. I think there's a reason we kind of cross paths to be honest with you. And I, I yes. want to see what that is. I want to see where it goes. And you've, it, it's been, I wanted to reach out and say, Hey man, I think that I could use a little bit more help with kind of diving into this and understanding myself a little bit more. And, uh, you know, to kind of take some, of uh, the tricks of the trade, what you've been able to, uh, you know, be the living embodiment of, and, uh, you know, definitely want to try that out for myself. Um, I'm all yours. All right, brother, let's get it. I'll, uh, I'll be in touch with you through uh, some other messages and stuff like that. We are going to wrap this up. I want to thank you so much, Payment, for all of your time. Big shout out to Killer Kush, Killer Bears, Killer Verse. Shout out to Ben for making all of this possible. Uh, us being in the same community, man, it, it's been a blessing. And I'm uh, looking forward to seeing where this goes. You're the fucking man. <laughs> I appreciate it so much. But this is Solana Made Simple Podcast. That is Killer Kush, Payment Cash. Make sure you guys follow them. All the links will be in the description following just down below. Make sure you click on them and give the homie some support. I uh, can't wait to get off this and get my book ordered. And I will be sharing my uh, my review on Amazon as soon as possible. Thank you so much. You're one for us today. All right, brother. Take care of yourself and I'll talk soon. Take care. Bye-bye.